You have your first club meeting. You gotta get it started. That's right. And that first month is key. If you go through the first month and it's just a meeting and it's not the gospel changing lives, they're also gonna just check the box and you're going to have the same 30 kids showing up the entire year, which is great. I love that we're talking about Jesus in the school, but we really want to see lives change. So you need to invite lost friends. You need to use those prayer cards and invite cards we talked about last week. You need to be promoting. And so that first month is key. Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to First Priorities Podcast. I'm, I'm glad Steve you're here. Cherico. This is Brad Skelling. I'm Steve Cherico. Brad is in a silly mood today, so we'll apologize on the front end for that. Brad, what are we doing today? We're talking about starting a first party club. Oh, that's right. We talked about that last week that we were going to prepare for this. We did. We discussed the epic materials for this coming year that yep. we've got written specifically for our clubs and uh, excited for that two parts where we're trying to build community among the students that are there and help them to share the gospel with their peers. So super excited about that. Yeah, and if I can highly recommend, if you just jumped into this week because you were on vacation last week or something like that, yep. I really recommend you go back and listen to the one before this because the explanation of what Epic is going to be for our clubs this year is really a nice setup for today's discussion. It'll help you understand the materials tremendously. Yep. So go give that a listen and uh, yeah, it will also help you set up for this week, which we're just talking about some fundamentals for starting a club. So if you've never started a club before, or even if you have, this can be, this can help you fill in some missing pieces. So I'm gonna liken it. So last week I was jumping in, you know, cause I deal with Epic resources every day and I'm talking Epic resources every yeah. day. So I yeah. just started jumping in and talking about it. And you were like, hey, wait, 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 wait a minute. Let's walk through the Epic what is EPIC? Well, it is this, it's a four week cycle of meetings. And let's explain this again, because everybody listening doesn't deal with this every day. That's right. And so we're going to do the same thing today for starting a club. Even if you started a club every year for the past 10 years, it's good to stop for a moment and say, do I have all the pieces in place and build a solid foundation so that your club for the next eight to nine months can run a healthy Epic cycle? Really good. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. What's the first step, Steve? Well, for me in any gospel ministry, the first step is that you pray. It's a good I mean, one. That's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. It's where we start in the beginning of the school year. We pray for families and teachers and friends and peers. Yep. And so for me, the first place is uh, unless the Lord builds the house. That's right. Right. So we lay it at the feet of the Lord and say, would you build this? Sir? That's right. That's right. And it's we're talking here about a, a personal prayer yourself, not getting everybody else to play, pray, and you continue to be strategic and Good. do tasks, right? It's it's you and me, and we're just taking a moment, 10 minutes a day for the next 14 days leading into school. Actually, it's like 21 days. It's something silly. It's coming in quick. Nashville. It's coming yeah, very it's quick. Coming August quick. 5 is around the corner. Yeah. It's my wife's birthday. She's turning 29 again, and it is the start to my third child senior year. It's crazy. So... But we want to pray for that. That's right. We don't want to let the time go by. We want to develop the burden. We always go back to Nehemiah. Yeah. And he rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem and he did a really good thing. But he spent the first six, 30, 60, 90, you know, whatever, Kislev to Nisan, those months in the Greek. Is it Greek? Hebrew? I'm 
biblical or it's summertime. I don't remember those things. Okay. But he took time. He took months. And the only thing he did is prayed and let that burden develop in him before he started. And he also planned, right? Because as soon as he was asked by the king, he spewed out a plan that he had. And then the king filled in the gaps. You you go back and read that story. But he allowed the burden to overwhelm him. And that's what the first step does. It's great. Mm -hmm. It's great. It's not a task, prayer. It's not a checkbox. It is a burden to develop. It's good. Love it. So what's next? Well, what I have on my list is to go find others. Hmm. And so again, if I use the story of Nehemiah, as soon as that burden overflows out of you and starts to spill onto other people, right? The first person Nehemiah spilled on was the king. Maybe that was unintentional. Um, Maybe it was just God ordained, but then those two worked on the plan to actually get that started. And it is amazing. It's good that Nehemiah was open to change already. You know, he developed his plan. He had ownership of this thing. He had the burden for it. And then the king's like, well, you also need this. Let me give you that. Let's do this. Let's do that. And he started to work with others to do that. The second part of that for Nehemiah then, which is what we often talk about in a first party club, is as soon as he was there, he started getting the people to work on the walls together. It was strategic. It was very strategic to say, hey, I have ownership of this part of it because I live right in this part of town. So I'm going to build this section of the wall. And so for you as a first priority club, you start to look for others and you're going to find that there are teachers in this school who have a burden for the gospel and they're going to do this part of it to help build the spiritual wall in the school. That also know the families that have a burden for the school, that also know the student leaders that have a burden for their, yeah, it just, it's a ripple. How do you find club leadership? So I need to speak this to myself because the four student leaders for Summit last year were all seniors and they graduated. There's no yep. club leadership left. So yep. where do I go find that teacher? Who is the campus coach? Who are those student leaders who right. are going to go lead that club? And yeah, you have to go and network with others and find those people with the burden who are going to say, hey, I have ownership of this. I'm here because God planted me in this school and I have a, a mission to fulfill and I'm going to play my part building that section of the wall. Well, if we can kind of backtrack a minute on the find others, mm-hmm. the other nice thing about the find others is if you have prayed and God is the one building the burden, mm-hmm. then the word's really clear that the Holy Spirit will give you what you need to stay yep. when you're in front of authorities, when you're in front of figures, you can tell a story, right? It's not yep. that you've created this articulate oration of why first party matters, yep. right? Yep. It's really, oh, for this particular group, I have built inside of you this and it will because god's in control it mm-hmm. will then turn the burden and they'll own the burden that's right versus you saying this is my burden this yep. is what i want for the campus yep and they may not connect to your burden because yep. you are not god and you are yep. not in control right but yep. for those of us who are driven that's that's hard to remember sometimes mm-hmm. so the idea of doing the things in the right order yeah so that you are prepared to then tell the story as you're talking about is such mm-hmm. a big deal right yeah yeah well, now let's let's combine those two things, and I want you to talk about um, what you're doing to pray and with others in the Tennessee, the state of Tennessee, weekend of prayer over students specifically. So, as you continue to build yeah. and you're praying, you're asking others to come join you in prayer. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So the Tennessee weekend of prayer is the idea that uh, John 17, when he says, "Lord, make us one." Mm-hmm. 
And when the world knows us, when he knows you, the Father, me, the Son, and them as one, yep. then they'll know you, yep. right? And so we unite groups of Christians on campuses the first weekend of August with the idea that we're going to unite people around praying for the building, praying for the students, praying, and I did say structure, yes, praying safety, security, all the things that matter. Mm -hmm. That first in the spiritual, then in the natural, Yep. right? Yep. Uh, and so we create a, a plan where we give people the opportunity to come. And what happens is a lot of people show up without a burden. They just show up because somebody invited them. Yep. And then all of a sudden, whether it's because of their grandkids or because of them once being a student, all of a sudden they begin to grow in burden. And what comes out of it for us is people that say, okay, I don't just want to be a part of the prayer movement that you're doing. Yep. How can I actually be a partner in first priority? Yep. Okay, well, let's, let's talk about the different ways you can partner. You yep. can be on campus as a coach. You can yep. be a financial backer. Here's yep. what that. So it opens up many, many doors. Last year we had 2,100 people pray on about 150 schools. Mm. And that's a, that was a small number for us comparatively, but it was yeah. a great number post COVID. Mm -hmm. um, we're expecting the number to be close to 3,000 again, and we're nice. expecting um, somewhere in the range of 190 schools. Wow. That's our, that's, that's our hope. Mm -hmm. um, and out of that is gonna rise up key partners, volunteers, givers, yep. prayers, that are going to surround that campus for the school year. Nice. So that's why we do it that way. I love it. I yeah, it's excellent. It. And there's some more. So not every state has that nope. thing. You can create that event. I mean, we had the governor make a declaration and that's wonderful yep. and grand and whatever that is, but you don't need that in order to go say, hey, we're going to put a date on the calendar and we're going to pray for these this school or these five schools or whatever the case might be. And we're going to rally people to come pray. The idea of it really came from something called Jericho Walks. Oh, yeah. Where people would go around the building a certain number of times yep. to tear down any walls. Again, first in the spiritual, then the natural, yep. right? Any walls of the enemy, they would just tear them down through the Jericho Walk, right? Which yep. is complete trust in God, mm -hmm. not in man stuff. Yep. Right. So yeah, that's where the idea came from. So you're right. You can you can do it any way you want to. Just hey, what's the goal? The goal is to unite the local church around a burden for that school and all those that are inside the school. That's right. Well, and there are other ways to pray as well. So you say, hey, that doesn't work, um, but you have an opportunity to speak in front of a youth group or in front of a church or whatever the case might be. There are some prayer resources out there to say, hey, we can put some prayer cards together. Yeah. People can put you know a, a business card together that says, hey, Summit High School. There's this many students and this yep. many teachers. We're going to pray for God to be glorified. Put it on a magnet, stick it on a fridge. Say, exactly. And then um, it stays there for the school year on that there, person's fridge. And people can be praying. So there's ways to get people to pray beyond the weekend as well. And uh, just to get people involved. So That's great. Cool. What's That's next, great. Steve? Uh, I guess at some point you actually have to think about starting the thing, right? Correct. Okay, so yep. go ahead. So you've got some people, you've got some student leaders, you got a teacher sponsor, a room to meet in. Those those are two essential things there, right? You need you need students to lead the club because they're the one Equal Access Act who have the right to to gather and to speak. But then you need a teacher to say, hey, here's here's a room, here's a place where you can meet and begin. Um, and then, you know, you can be the coach or, you know, get somebody to be the coach to say, hey, I'm going to help train these students to make sure the meetings are going well. A lot of the stuff we talked about last week with the epic materials and, you know, students leading and asking good questions, all those kind of things. You need a coach to do that mm -hmm. as well because, you know, the teacher is busy. I know historically for me, the teacher's there, they need to be there, but they're also having people take tests in the room and, you know, getting ready for the day and ending the day and all the other things they're doing. So they're not coaching the students like a club coach is. Correct. So getting those three groups together 
and trained on the epic materials is key to say hey here's here's the purpose of the club we're not around i love the song kumbaya but we're not a kumbaya club right we're here to take the hope of christ to every student and here's how we're going to do that we're going to give you this material and and empower you to invite your friends to hear the gospel once a month what you just talked about was the networks of people the training itself there are a couple of different places that people can go to get involved in the training itself. Where should they go in order to do that? You're talking about, so where can they go to get the material so they can start to train on them? Oh, you're talking about, so the blank look was uh-huh. good for you right yes, there? Yes, it was. Okay. It was. So firstparty.club is one of them. Firstparty.club slash epic is where you can go download the epic materials. You can also get it off the app. You can get it off the app. There is a club training. I'm tracking with you now. Sorry yeah, for the blank that's okay. expression just a moment yep, ago. I set you up with one Woo! we didn't talk about. Yeah. Uh, you can click start a club on the bottom of the webpage there. Okay. It'll take you to a teachable platform where we go through a very specific detailed of this. I think we have 10 bucks on it. Uh, and then once you pay the 10 bucks, you can show up the videos and stuff to all of your club's leadership. and. It just walks you through starting that. And we'll have the new Epic stuff in there again by the end of July. So once August starts, even if you buy it before, then you can watch them all mm-hmm. and then come back with the new resources and watch it again. It's unlimited access to that. And uh, just go up there, find the training, get trained. If you're part of a first party chapter or district, though, your district will have, I just read Fort Worth's email, I think August 22, 23, they're having an adult leader training for the club coaches and teacher sponsors before school starts. And then I think it's a Saturday a bit later from 10 to noon, they're doing club trainings for students. Mm-hmm. And so if you're part of a district and chapter, your answer is go to your club training. Larry Franks in Decatur, Alabama is doing his this week for the adults. Right. And then they'll get the students uh, as school is getting started. And we're actually going to talk about some of that uh, next week on the podcast as well just talking about training your club more specifically but this is a quick overview of go to the teachable platform on the website or be a part of your district training there great it's great it's great so now you got all those things in hand you've been trained what's next well you got to get organized and really got to get a date on the calendar yep when are we going to start this thing yep and you've heard me say in recent weeks uh, maximize the opportunity okay so Get organized, get your plan together, take out the school calendar. Um, Right now, as of this recording release, it's August, July, still July. Still July. Still July as of the, so you have time, but don't wait. So again, Summit High School started in August 5. You've got a couple months, you could probably get three cycles in before Thanksgiving. Maybe a little bit more than that where you can start that fourth cycle before Thanksgiving and still have a Christmas party, invite week thing um, in December, right? Mm-hmm. Where you have a big celebration. And hey, we're gonna do a big invite week. We're gonna do this. So you could almost get four invite weeks in. Let's maximize the opportunity here. August, September, October, November. December is a short, you get two weeks and then testing and yeah. eh, make it's sure tough. you know that, get the district calendar out, but let's get four in before Christmas and then can we get another four in after and again May is a dead month for first priority it is people say oh yeah we got all the way until Memorial Day well yeah testing and it's nice and people drop off and we're excited about summer and you really got a plan to end it by the by April 30th right right. so and then with spring break and whatever days snow days 
tornado days, whatever, wherever you live in the country in there, you gotta make sure. We could get eight invite weeks in, but you gotta be organized. You gotta plan it. You gotta be intentional and, and get in there. And I will say this too, that the there are months like December is in there in the, at this year's thing. So it is talking about Christmas in that month. So if you're, if you're not there yet, skip ahead to that. And I think month three is Thanksgiving. So if you don't start until Labor Day, you might wanna start and, and again, get organized, get planned, take a look at that, lay all that stuff out and make sure you're on, on task. Good, very good. What's next after that? Promoting it. Promoting it. Telling the story. Getting, getting the word out again. There. Yeah. yeah, we're back to the beginning, right? We're, well, we're praying and promoting, getting getting people involved. Yeah, and if we didn't already say this, I think we did on this podcast, but the mm-hmm. best marketer you've got is the student leaders. Yep. If, if it is student-led, if it is, yep. then, then the best marketer you got is a 14 and a 15-year-old telling a 14 and a 15-year-old. That's right. Or a 17-year-old junior inviting yep. another 17-year-old. So, yep. Absolutely. Well, and you could start. You could be starting and you know or being organized with five kids and a teacher sponsor right that could be the seven of you sitting around a table getting organized making the plan doing this but then you need to start promoting it because at the first club meeting it'd be great if you had 30 people in the room yeah right and so that's tripling the size of or quadrupling the size of if you're seven you got to get to 28 or 30 Mm -hmm. right and but some of your groups you're sitting here um, organizing with 30 people already to say, okay, we're going to be at 300 and we want to fill a, a gymnasium on invite week kind of a deal. So um, start promoting that, figure that out, ask the teacher sponsor. One of the things with promotion that I didn't figure out right away was ask the teacher what avenues there are available for clubs to promote. The simple one is there's often a bulletin board where clubs can promote their meetings on the bulletin board. But Hmm. what I didn't always know is that there are parent emails that go out promoting the different activities of the school. Well, if you're an official club of the school, the first party club can be part of that. So um, make sure you're digging in and around the opportunities that are there. Sometimes you can make beyond the announcements. And if the chess club is being announced after school, then the first party can be announced during lunch or whatever the case might be. So um, get those promotional things out there um, and, and just make sure that as many people as possible know that the first party club is happening. Yeah, which leads us then, if you're talking about promotion to resources, Yep. and just inviting everybody to go to the online store and see how nice the online store is now and how easy it is to use. And yep. if you're a local first party chapter, then you've got some uh, different things that are given to you as a chapter or a yep. district uh, yep. that you can use inside that store, mm-hmm. whether it's budget or codes. Yep. Um, if you're a club that's standalone, you know, look on there if there's stuff that you can't find that you're looking for. Make sure that you do email mm-hmm. uh, at the link on the website because it's very important that we serve you in the midst of that. that so let us let us serve you with the store, but the store looks great. It does, and yeah, as far as those resources go, again, if you're organized and you're planned and you're saying, hey, we're gonna have 30 people, our goal is to have 30 at our first club meeting, and we're gonna encourage everybody to invite a friend. Well, that's 60 people at your first invite week meeting. Yep. You need to have 60 in, uh, response cards. Yep and pens at that meeting. So to plan ahead to say, hey, let's look at this. If you've never done this before, give us a call. We can talk through that and work with that with you. But, you know, again, going back to the club kit is a great way to get just a sampling of everything that's out there to say, oh yeah, there's, there's posters. We can hang posters. We don't have to create our own. You can, you can download one off of the resources page of the website, print it yourself, or you can order on the shop. We're not out to make money on resources, but, uh, 
we do have them available for sure. you to make sure that they're professional and high quality and good resources so that people do want to come. But yeah, just make sure it's it's all there and it's ready to go. Because if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Kind of a deal, right? Mm -hmm. So. And then last but not least. You have your first club meetings. You gotta get it started. That's right. And that first month is key. Because if you go through the first month and it's just a meeting, and it's not the gospel changing lives. There's a big difference between those two things. If it's just a meeting and the kids get a feeling, and I'm assuming I'm speaking to adults here, if the kids get a feeling that you're just in it for the meeting and you're checking the box, they're also gonna just check the box and you're going to have the same 30 kids showing up the entire year, which is great. I love that we're talking about Jesus in the school, but we really want to see lives change. So you need to invite lost friends. You need to use those prayer cards and invite cards we talked about last week. You need to be promoting. And so that first month is key. Um, expect students maybe not to invite as many as you hoped the first time because they're learning to build trust. Do I trust this? Yeah. And is the gospel going to be shared? And what? And again, some of these Christian students may be like, what is the gospel? Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure I'm going to listen to it the first time before I invite my friend the second time. So. You start in August, you run through a cycle, that's great, but you start that second cycle and kids aren't inviting their friends, we need to have an evaluation meeting before you hit Christmas to say, okay, how are we going to take the hope of Christ to every student in the school? Hmm. Very good. Yeah. Well, of course it is. It's first priority. It's first priority. That's good. Lives are transformed. That's right. Students are plugged into a Christian faith community that loves them and wants to see their lives transformed. That's right. Beautiful. That's right. Well, whether you've been a part of First Party for a, a decade or whether this is your first year, I hope this was beneficial to you. Um, again, interact with us, uh, comments, uh, send us an email, Brad or Steve at FP of America. That's not one email address. That's two email addresses. Yep. Brad, Brad at FP of America, Steve, Steve at FP of America dot com. Yep. And uh, yeah, shoot us an email. Um, maybe give us a tidbit of what what you do, something that works for you. Um, we don't always come up with the greatest ideas in the world. We take what you all do out in the field as the greatest ideas, what works, and say, hey, this might work somewhere else too. So thank you for sharing, for interacting with us online and in person. Uh, we love what you're doing there as you start your clubs. Until next time. Peace. See ya.